0: hello everybody hello hello Hello. welcome oh, to guildcast season one season yeah season, season one yeah one uh, part two second half we've had like a an intermission the first time we've ever done this it was the writer's strike it gave us uh <laughs> yeah we can have any And the technician strike as well yeah talking about the writer's strike now that they're back to bloody work or are they back to work no, they're not back. I don't up. know. No, I don't know. Um, well, actually, before they went on strike, I did get someone to do us a little intro. Yeah. If you want to hear it. Okay. Ollie, do you want to hear it? Please. Welcome, Cinefiles. <laughs> Welcome, Cinefiles and popcorn enthusiasts. <laughs> popcorn. Popcorn. Go and get your popcorn. <laughs> Welcome, cinephiles and popcorn enthusiasts, to the podcast where we dissect movies with the position of a surgeon and the humour of a stand-up comedian. Get ready to embark on a rollercoaster ride of laughs, insights and a sprinkle of dramatic pause as we dissect, critique and occasionally shower confetti over the latest blockbusters and hidden gems. So grab your popcorn, settle into your favourite spot and get ready to laugh, cry and question our taste in bloody good movies. We're Gilcast press the fucking button. <laughs> <laughs> what button? Oh, the record button, but that won't make much sense, would it, if I've already done the intro and then you start, and then you start pressing still, the button. I still like it. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the press button is. Press the button, and they're like, thank you, I will stop it now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got a button. Yeah.
2: Very well, good. You can't really no do mic,
0: now. I say you can do mic drop because we're fucking holding mics, so that's if true. any, Go if on, there is, it. if there's any, oh, that's expensive, this mic. I've not even paid for it yet. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so we've got a new setup. This is the new the brand new setup. We have got some fancy new gear and we're actually we've got Ollie, he's dialed in all the way from the big smoke, the big London oh, yeah. town. Yeah. Oh. How many millions you've made today then Ollie? Oh, at least 3. Wow. On boy. Quite a day then. Good on you, boy. Um, so yeah, so we're going to give this a whirl. I've got really good really, really good, good expectations for this. Um I think it's going to sound well, fucking
2: brilliant. We're going to be crystal clear. So we we did a, a little bit of fucking about, it, didn't we? We started budget, we we recorded a few podcasts and then we realized pretty swiftly that we're also well, there a fucking lot of loaded as well. Yeah, we, we, we yeah. literally
0: we've got so on, much boys. money, we can't even fucking exactly. spend it. So we thought <laughs> let's go and buy some decent mics.
2: We thought, should we get acting and elocution lessons or should we buy some fucking good microphones? Yeah, so that's, that was more that's what me, we did Though you were
1: like and do some more, you know, like classes like prep for podcasts. Yeah. How do you put yeah, some yeah. effort time? Now, nah, if it sounds good.
0: Everyone's gonna win this. It doesn't matter what the content is. If the audio is crazy, cris- can I crispy, buy clear. me can I buy myself into the charts of Spotify? <laughs> yeah, is basically exactly. what we thought. Yeah. That's where yeah. we, that's <laughs> where we put absolutely. our budget on tech and tech. Uh, marketing. That's all we know. <laughs>
2: yeah. We barely know tech that. and marketing. So the content starts now. When basically. does the marketing start? Um, it's already started, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that you, that outside. You know Times past? Square. Yeah. you see that GoPro up there. This is being streamed live. Do you know Times what? Square I thought
0: right I saw now. Billie Eilish on Times Square with a Guildcast T-shirt on. I did yeah. wonder. No, I was, was, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, that was paid for by. Um, it's, it, Ali's got this. Uh, this fun that is just sort of bottomless. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, well, he's okay. basically like the, he's like the Saudi League of uh, podcasting. Well, pretty so much. He's
2: Pretty much. But I will say that oh. it's actually Dan's credit card that's saved on all the um Well
0: <laughs> on that note He forgot leave it. On that <laughs> yeah. note, should we um should we have a quick introduction of each other? Just so that everyone knows know. who, who we all are and stuff like that.
2: Right. What's interesting is that this is seamlessly gonna just carry on from all the previous podcasts that we've done.
0: Yeah, it's like a soft reboot.
2: Yeah. For us, it's a hard reboot. It's fucking hard. It's really Soft hard. Boot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and we're, we're three of us at the moment, but we've had Dan. As you're a, as
0: a, you're as here, firm, Dan. Firm you're here, Dan. He isn't going anywhere. He's not dead or anything. He is no. in prison, but he's not dead. Or and anything. I've got his credit card details. We, we can get him. We can get him a mic. We can get him a mic. Yeah, yeah. We won't tell you why he's in prison, but I think by the other pods, you can probably gather why. <laughs> <laughs> He's been in and out of Bell. I mean, that's just one other member. We've got plenty of other. We've got plenty of other members we want to wrangle
1: in. Even though this is the guild cast, our official sort of group name is the Guild of Critics. Yeah, um, which actually started from doing a Lord of the Rings marathon uh, as a group. Basically, it's all of our friendship, all the nerdy friendship group members, and we're, we're part of a a whatsapp group to chat about nerdy stuff um so we have a bank i think is it eight members we have yeah eight members so obviously i think at some point we will want to get everybody in that on a pod um at some point and i guess special guests maybe as well Mm, who knows well
0: special to who to us. Special to someone. Special to not us, to, yeah. Not to bloody Gary from Bridport. He won't care. No. Yeah. Really. No. He's, He's on is, next
2: episode, though. He yeah. is on next episode. Yeah. He is our, our special. first special <laughs> yeah.
0: guest. He just doesn't know it. Yeah. Gary, if you are from Bridport and you are free next week, give us a shout. Yeah. By the way, spots on yeah. yours,
2: mate. What's next week's topic? Is it uh, uh, Bridport, Bridport, to you. Yeah, Bridport and, it's, and it's... its
0: coastal heritage? <laughs>
2: yeah, should we roll on into it then, boys? Yeah, do you remember when we started this? We said we were going to keep it
0: At quite quiet, quiet minutes.
2: and uh, quiet. Quiet, yeah. quiet, What <laughs> am I talking about? <laughs> do you remember when we started
0: this and we said we were going to keep it quiet? Um, should we roll on into it then? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles,
1: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Ninja I, Turtles. Ninja Turtles. I yeah. thought you were going to join in. Where does <laughs> it, join is in. That the, what other lyrics are there? Calabunga. So if you haven't guessed it by now, we're going to be chatting about the brand new hot film out at the moment, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, What's the
2: full title? Mutant Mayhem.
0: Mutant Mayhem. mm Released two thousand and twenty-three, <laughs> I think it, uh, it. It was only what was it? Thanks maybe, for that, man. Just in case you, you know, forgotten what year we're bloody in. Yeah. Um, it, it certainly seems like a few years ago that they had rebooted it once before.
1: I did. I did
0: think that. I did. Think I, that. I, I can't remember the last one. So I did have a quick look, and it was two thousand and fourteen, and then two thousand and seventeen.
2: Were those also cartoon or were they They were
0: CGI, full CGI.
2: Full CGI. But they were a bit more more gritty
0: and I don't know if you remember, but they, they were kind of like Michael Bay, Michael Bay-esque.
2: Just explosions everywhere.
0: Yeah. Just kind of like, you know. Perfect for Marvel. They looked perfect for me. They just looked, they just looked a bit more realistic as well. They looked like turtles rather than like cartoon Are you sure you turtles. You weren't
2: watching an Attenborough
0: documentary. <laughs> yeah, they were. Um, they were yeah, it's funny how they oh, let them all out on the beach the and they let them go to the and mate in the waters. <laughs> um,
1: but they didn't talk much. <laughs> <laughs> Quite slow. Not, as well. not much karate. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Is it actually karate? Not <laughs> the ninja skills either. were
1: a bit lacking as well. I, yeah. So,
2: I haven't watched anything Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles since I was a kid, basically. Since you were This a is my first.
0: Mutant Ninja Turtles.
2: My first foray into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is interesting because turtles are my favourite animal. <laughs> and you'd have thought I'd have been all over it. But yeah, no, like for some rash. reason, I've just not. Um, not been watching, but I'm going to start with a question, Marlo, because right. this is what I, the first thing I did when the film came on, right. I was like, fuck, what What, what, are, the, what are the name of these guys? Oh, yeah. And it took me a couple of minutes to remember them. Yeah. Can you name all of the full names of the four turtles? Okay.
0: Donatello, Leonardo, Michelangelo, and Guardinio. Look at the <laughs> um, uh, Michelangelo, Donatello, Leonardo, and oh fuck i can't think How can i give you a clue it's it's basically the um famous spanish tennis player
2: first name similar ricardo <laughs> no
0: <laughs> ricardo <laughs> um, that's an australian f1 driver oh that's why i'm getting confused you know what i am mean? i big into my f1 yeah
1: Oh man there, there's a, this might be too niche for you, Mars, but there's a centre back at Man United with the first <laughs> name of it as well. There's also a chocolate that's
2: similar sounding name as well. Lint. No, so, his name's not Lint Radbury. <laughs> Cad- <laughs> Rad-, Rad Radbury. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Raphael. Raphael. What's yeah. the chocolate? Raffaello. There's those little, oh yeah. The little, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, uh,
0: what's The tennis called? one was actually a good one. I, I, should, have, I should have got that, yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, <laughs> in the Raffaello.
2: film, they give each other nicknames, and I saw the little letters on their belts. They've got yeah. like little belt buckles with the letters, and I was yeah. like trying to work out all of their names, and it took me about five minutes before I got all of them. Yeah. Because yeah. they call each other like they both, Donnie. They both, and, the and, names. Like, Donnie and Leo, yeah. and like, all short names. Um, I was like, oh,
0: so before we dive into it, let me ask you to this then let me riddle you you this if you had to give it a one word feeling on how you feel about the film Mm. what would it be what's your what's your kind of overall thoughts? well
2: in one word Mm. entertaining entertaining yeah (sighs) colorful oh very good interesting yeah what's yours
0: um light-hearted
2: nice I think if you combine all that's three of our words that pretty much describes and the And that's film. it
0: guys the podcast is over. Colourful
2: light-hearted entertaining. <laughs>
0: um, have you guys obviously I think Ollie you've seen into in, Across the Spider-Web Spider-Verse haven't you? Across the Spider-Web yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love the, well, yeah if you
1: um, yeah I I'm sort of blown away by them to be honest pardon the pun blown away the cobwebs yeah um, yeah, no, sorry. The spider ones, the Spider-Man ones. I'm, Spider-Man. I, I'm sort of in awe Spider-Man. of them.
0: <laughs> they were, well, they are multiple Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, so technically, they would right. be Spider-Man. Yeah, so basically, basically, I mean. basically on what I'm getting at is Spider people. Since that first Spider-Man film that was quite, a few, quite a few years ago now, I think it was like 2018 or something ridiculous like that. Um, animation has like completely changed. Right? Yeah. Before that, I'm listening. Pixar. Had the monopoly on it all, didn't they? <laughs> DreamWorks, no. Uh, well, everything was that. DreamWorks, that part, yes, but, but yeah. everything was that, and yeah. everyone was like Pixar. Wow, they what all are had they the same do? software, didn't they? I remember Toy Story Three came out, and I think that was I think that was Pixar's last great, not film, but from a technical point of view, mm. from an animation point of view, I think that was their, their That think was that's, their last. That's where the
2: bell curve sort of like yeah. flattened out a little yeah. bit, yeah.
0: And when that first Spider-Man film came out, Into the Spider-Verse. It was like fucking hell. This is what animation needed. Like this is what gives it new life. And there's since then there's been obviously a couple of other animated films that have that have that have tried to to copy it and and change it up. Um, in fact, actually, watch I watched Puss in Boots oh, last year, yeah. and that was really cool because that was kind of like using the old DreamWorks animation style but with a more hand drawn style. Um, you watched that, didn't you, uh, Ollie? Puss in Boots. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's so good, honestly. It's it's a really good watch. Um, so this this obviously uh, the only thing I will say with this animation style is it's quite. I have actually found this within to the Spider Verse, but it's it's quite jarring after a while, isn't it? There is, yeah,
1: I agree. Like some of it, some of the scenes, it doesn't seem to like flow quite work with your eyes.
2: Yeah, and it it almost chops and changes as well the style.
1: But I do think that. That is the best thing that is came out of the movie, is the animation style. Like, it's so... I felt like that with the Spider films as well. But it's so refreshing to see something sort of done well, but is different. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was a bad... It, obviously, it's a, it's a kid's movie in the end. So, like, mm. you're not going to have that sort of slight adult tone under it. Even though I think probably the writing isn't that bad, but it's still I think I'm assuming it's a PG um, movie, and I think I I really like the flow of it, especially the first half. I quite like the interaction of um, the the main characters, like the turtles. I think they their sort of dialogue flow quite nicely. I think the last third it sort of dragged a little bit. Not dragged. I just think it it lost its sort of. Pure flow and direction, a little bit. When I think back, I mean, I am trying to think now because, like, even though I didn't see it that long ago, it's one of those where that it sort it of blends
2: into one, doesn't it?
1: You try and blends a little, blends a bit, but I quite liked the sort of the. I like the way they told the story of how they became the um, the turtles as well, because, yeah. like, obviously, mm. as we sort of said, we haven't really watched anything to do with them for uh, since we were a kid, and I don't remember they're really they're probably in the first episode. Um, they do a backstory, but in general, you don't really know how they became. How they became, basically. Yeah, and that's so what I, was, that's I, I, what like I thought that. as well.
2: Because obviously, like at the start of this, I said I haven't seen anything about the Ninja Turtles for like ages since I was a kid, since like the cheesy, ac- you know, live action ones. And um, I found it so nice going into it, seeing that backstory and obviously yeah. doing it in a whole new way. Well, this is just a standalone film on its own. It's it didn't
0: connect to part, any of yeah, the, the guy who created them. was called Baxter.
1: Really? No, I was going about to say if, if Mars knew if that was like true to like how originally they were like yeah. supposedly created. Yeah. It was, yeah. Like they haven't created a new backstory f-
0: no, for film. No, I'm or not thing. sure exactly on the details, but it was created by Baxter. But whether or not it was the way they set it up with him, his lab getting raided and then the, the ooze sort of mm. going that way. Ooze. But it was it was something along those lines, but. I know what you mean. The film doesn't really have like a start, middle, and end, as as I would say, like categorically, like <laughs> right. that is where you could divide the film up. I think, and I think that's why. Either. Yeah, I know what you mean, but it's it kind of does a start. It definitely has a start. It definitely has a start, but does I, have a middle. I'm still watching it, so I don't think yeah. it's got an end. But what I mean is, I think that's what the that's what you're getting at with the with the problem with the film is it it by the time the film already starts getting going like once they've established who the turtles are mm. and their personalities it's already time to wrap the film up yeah and about halfway through to the to this like last quarter we're introduced to a whole load of other eccentric characters so it's kind of like the film's basically a meet and greet the actual focus of the film and what the storyline is is irrelevant. It's all about just, like, knowing yeah. who these characters are.
2: Yeah, because you sort of go into the the start. Once you have the little bit of backstory and then you get to the present time, you hear about this Superfly character and you see a scene where he, like, you see the see his mouth and you see him, like, attack those guys in the back of the van. And you your assumption is, at the end of the film, they're going to confront this character and fight him and beat him and then that'll be the end of the story that does happen but not in the way that you expect it to happen because obviously you get the confrontation with him about halfway through the film yeah but you don't get a confrontation they like take the four uh, ninjas in like they're all best mates because they're all mutants then there's this kind of uh interesting dynamic between the, the the different monsters and it's like pretty it's like you don't expect that to happen you just assumed it was going to be good versus evil the whole time yeah but there was this sort of twist in turning all the mutants onto their side So that is the biggest the criticism
0: for the hardcore fans that's what the biggest uproar is is mm. um all the lot of this like bebop and um the side characters why why do they make them good bebop. because in, because in the <laughs> in the comics and stuff they're like yeah they're kind of anti-heroes but they more or less sit on the villainous side. Mm. Where in this, they're instantly like their best mates and they're like... I was
1: just going to say, the set, I was, that was probably one of the... I know you're talking about it being against the hardcore fans. I don't know who these hardcore teenage fans, mutant fans are. <laughs> but um, Oh,
0: there is, mate. Honestly, like... there is a... Have you, have you never... No,
1: I know, I know. Is it like Power Rangers fans? Because
2: I put no. them in the same category.
0: I tell you what, right, there is a there is a, a fucking amazing comic called The Last Rodan, And it is like focused on that. Michelangelo and he basically has to seek revenge on the death of all the other turtles. Right. And it's a obviously it's set in like when he's older and stuff like that. But it's fucking really cool. Like the whole it's a graphic novel, but it's a really cool comic. And they've done crossovers with Batman and stuff like that so yeah the the turtles have a big a big fan base a big following and like Mm. they're I know well they're iconic for sure I mean they are they are like 90s so they're from our generation yeah Yeah, yeah. but yeah trust me they have a they have a big oh you bloody trust me I
1: get get that but like I don't really care about their opinion on this (laughs) because (laughs) (laughs) like whose opinion (laughs) the turtles or the fans I actually thought no the fans because like i I think that was probably one of the most refreshing aspects to the film was which what Ali said is that you expect when the, um, the turtles turned up to see, um, what was his name? McFly. Superfly. His name? <laughs> um, Busted with there as well. <laughs> Superfly. Superfly. Um, you expect it to be like a, a, a bust out or whatever, but they, yeah, they Busted. suddenly get friendly. And I think that was one of my favorite, um, bust up, sorry. um, <laughs> Uh, you expect it to uh, not be go that direction and that was probably my favorite bit is like them hanging out like just sort of chilling and stuff yeah that was i like that just because like the characters also be are a bit weird as well weird looking and actually quite funny some probably some of the funniest bits are like yeah um those first interactions with the sort of the side characters what did you Um, think of the comedy Ollie. I think it was like, the problem is, is that when you've got, when it's a PG, you can only take it, as, um I'm assuming it's a PG or a U, but like, PG you can only crank it up um a certain way. Not and enough Willy jokes, I too. did think it was, I think it did, it did okay. I think it was like, as you said, lighthearted, but like, I didn't think it was bad or cheesy. I think it was like, it, you're sort of like cheeky sort of little funny laughs but they weren't like things that i've necessarily felt like i've
0: it wasn't on the like, nose uh, was heard, it, it
1: heard before it wasn't yeah it wasn't perfect but like i didn't come out thinking oh that was just like a pure because i there was a sometimes i watch kids movies where i'm like that is literally just purely for kids like there's no there's no level of like yeah, there's no level of complexity to, to yeah. any of
0: the characters. They're very one-dimensional. They say the generic, uh, comedic lines to each other. You know, there's puns, sen- puns everywhere, and that's what the film is.
1: Yeah, and I don't think that had that necessarily, but I do think probably towards the end it be- it became more of a kids movie, and like the way that they everything wrapped up and stuff like that. And obviously they had like an insane cast for the, the voices, which I was, that's why I thought it drew me. I mean, that's why they've done it, but it drew me to the, watch the film because I was like, there must be a reason why they've, they've spent a lot of money getting this voice cast together. They must've made it well, half decent. it,
0: it was um, produced by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg who have like done pretty much every yeah. film together. So, and if you look at the cast list, a lot of them are their mates, like Paul Rudd, Rose Byrne. Um, can't remember yeah. who else there was now. Ice Cube, Post- Wait, oh, best mates R- of Ice Cube. Paul Paul I've heard R- he was the Gecko Mando. Oh my god, I didn't realise that
1: Mando Gecko Mando. <laughs> um, I mean, getting Jackie Chan as Splinter is pretty. <laughs> he was he, he was, was, funny. Getting he was Jackie, like, funny. Getting Jackie getting Jackie Chan through, as through, Splinter yeah. is
0: possibly some of the best casting ever to happen. It just makes, especially now that Jackie Chan's older, it just makes perfect sense that he's splintered. Yeah,
2: like the scene at the end when he came in and rescued yeah. the boys. And yeah. It was like proper,
0: you know, it didn't need to be Jackie Chan, but just hearing his voice and then seeing a fight scene just made perfect Did he, sense. Do you think he put yeah. on a slight uh, accent or a slight change his voice up a little bit for this? Like he sounded... I don't know what, what he sounded or like. He, doesn't, he, he, doesn't, he didn't sound like the Jackie Chan I remember.
2: I thought this as well, actually. And I wonder if, just because he's, sp- like, this might sound like a terrible thing to say, but because he's spoken English for so long, he's picked up a bit of, like, an American style and been in so many American
0: movies. Yeah. It was
2: almost a little bit, like, more natural speaking yeah. than he normally He's definitely
0: a lot camper as well, isn't he? You reckon? Yeah, he's definitely a lot camper. Hmm. I might be the yeah, but I think he's probably done that on well. purpose,
1: like for but, the movie. Well, yeah, that's like what, if you look at I'm his not character he's got in, um... Camper in real
0: life, <laughs> <He's> not drinking side <laughs> camp. No, start. but like he's,
1: he, he, yeah. if you um, look at his voice in Kung Fu Panda, like it's similar. Like it's it's a bit more cheeky. It's a bit more. I think that he's he's tried to do something with his voice to make it a little bit more kid friendly, more nasly, yeah.
0: more. It's a, it's just a bit more cartoonish. Um, what I will what i will say yeah. which is i was saying to ali last night which was which is which is i think why the film works really good with with its voice acting is i listened to an interview with Seth Rogen and he obviously played pumba in the lion king and which who, who is a warthog and in this film he plays a, he voices a warthog as well but he said one thing that he learned that was from that doing that film which was what he wanted to do in this film was getting all the actors in the same room and do all their lines together. So they basically every, every, Mm. you know, they had all the actors in one room doing it to, you know, as if, as if they're acting the scene basically, rather than all being in booths.
1: And I said, as I said, like in the first half of the movie, especially that you can see there's like a good connection with how, I know it's hard to really say that with an animation, but, you can feel there's a connectivity between the characters and mm. there's a flow to it in terms of how they speak. But, like, yeah, I think it's probably it's probably worked. I think, that, I, think yeah, I don't know that, what it would be like. That, been for me, like was
2: the, the best thing about the film was the the chemistry between the four boys was so believable that they were teenagers or even younger. Like, you you get the feeling that they've just spent their whole life just mucking around and yeah. playing jokes and stuff. And, like, I love that they brought in the modern twist of, like, talking about TikTok, talking about, like, modern movie castings and, like, yeah. other yeah. stuff like that. And it was just pure banter. And it was so enjoyable just listening to them as four kids just being stupid just and messing around. And then, yeah. like, obviously they suddenly turned it on and like kicked ass but they were doing it in a very jokey way it was had that kind of like deadpool sort of vibe about it but on a cool. much more simple but also level, like a, so a bit like dead right they're
1: not it's yeah they're cheap, also they're not know, perfect sure. as well because like we yeah. we get a lot of superhero movies now where um they're supposedly like basically unbeatable nearly perfect but they were clearly like
0: they're still learning they had like they? their they're... own
1: issues but yeah
0: but they're
1: also they're not like perfect People like ninja specialists or anything like that. They're just um, they're good. They got a big stick. Um, yeah. yeah, see that was like that was funny, but like that's what I mean. They're still learning as well. It's not like they're um they're like these superheroes and unbeatable. Yeah, it's a thing. it's
0: a coming it's a coming of age story, isn't it? Um, and 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 I actually what I liked is that they, there wasn't like a with some of these films when you have these kind of groups of kids actors uh, who. who um, kind of brothers or, or whatever they are in the film is there's always one that ha- there's always a fallout within the group. Mm. Someone always does something. There's a fallout. Then they have to, you know, patch it up, get back together and they all become best mates at the end of the film for the last fight. I like the fact that they, they rip into each other and they like, yeah. they like take the piss out of each other and have a laugh. Um, But at the end of the day, like they're just four basically brothers yeah that have been like sheltered from the outside world and they've Mm. had to use each other for like their everything for their emotions company friendship and like in the film they've this is the one thing that they had in this film because obviously it's set in present day which the original didn't have but they have like games consoles mobile phones computers so they're still in touch with the outside world they know they they know like about um like you know, what what's what's playing at the cinema and who's playing uh, at the football games and stuff like that. So they've got like an idea on like what's going on in the outside world, but mm. they just haven't had that. Interaction. Yeah, the fact that
1: they're online sort of thing. They know online, like they, they know, know everything. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was so well done. But then this is what kind of Seth Rogen does well, doesn't it? He? he does do coming of age films, like amazing, like super mm. bad. It's just like he's just good at knowing, kind of just just interactions with people that are just authentic and not just like forced
2: and i think at the end of the film as well i my initial reaction when we got to the credits i love the whole like 80s 90s vibe credits that they had um just the whole like throwback to the original teenage mutant ninja turtles tv shows and stuff like that all of that kind of vibe and then obviously you got to the little post credits scene that then sort of suggests that there's going to be another movie and at the time i thought oh this is just classic they've done you know they've started a film with the intention to have a sequel and carry on the story i was like yeah not really sure how i feel about that but now looking back on the film and seeing it as a a sort of origin story going into a coming of age story going into like them being accepted in the world going to high school all that sort of thing i actually would welcome another film to see where they take the story but kind of in the hope that they would maybe just do one other movie and not start to like really go over the top and and do too much into a massive franchise yeah like don't don't try and like over spider-man it or anything like that you know just just like keep it as it was because because as a standalone movie it was really good and it didn't need anything else adding to it another thing is like the soundtrack was fucking amazing just like Mm. such great little funny songs at certain times and as a standalone movie it was great and it didn't need the post-credit scene at all for it to be a a good film on its own no but they've obviously added that as like a you know we could make it happen
0: so yeah yeah it's an origin story isn't it it's just like getting us familiar with the characters and getting us to enjoy a bit like into the spider verse did you know at the end of that film there was no like cliffhanger or post-credit scenes or anything like that Mm. um although we were like it was announced it was always going to be a trilogy so you always knew there was going to be more films after it right but the way that film ended it it's just the reason why I think that's such a great film is like you say, it's just like so good, just a standalone movie. Mm. It just starts and finishes and that's it. And yeah. it's just, a, it's just a well-contained movie. So you're right. I don't think like, I, I can see why they put a post credit scene into T T's splinter, but they uh, shredder. Sorry, not splinter, <laughs> um, shredder, but they didn't need it. It didn't, no. it didn't need it to, no. to be a good film.
1: It didn't need it because I didn't even wait <laughs> I didn't see it. Oh, you didn't see it. You oh, never no. do this,
0: do you? We've 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 chatted about movies so much, and I swear this is a current theme that you you don't ever really stay for the post credits, do you?
1: Well, I guess it depends on like if I think there is going to be one. I I genuinely didn't think there would be one.
0: But there's always a little. If they're going to put say. one in, they they always put one in like after. You know, like you get like the first initial credits of like. You know the like yeah, you say, you the, get the, the glossy like yeah, yeah. Animation. You get the fun
2: credits, then you get the,
0: the scrolling, the scrolly ones. Yeah, yeah, you always get a one in between the the fun credits and the and the yeah. scrolling credits. It's only Marvel that really ever do like.
1: I guess it's one of those where I thought, well, it's not like Marvel where you sort of know you have to wait a little bit, but I thought maybe because I did wait a little bit, and I just thought they don't they need to they want people to see it, so I thought they yeah. might do it like quicker, but
0: yeah. I actually nearly left a Marvel, I can't remember what film it was, I actually nearly left a Marvel film the other day because I couldn't be be fucked to wait. That's how bad Marvel have got in my eyes, like, and I'm a big Marvel fan. What film were you watching? I don't know, maybe Guardians of the Galaxy. Maybe Guardians of the Galaxy. That was a while ago. Um, But I actually, Um, I watched the first end post credit scene. And I was like, "This is cool," because the the first one's all are just just basically them at the Gardens of Galaxy. And I was like, I actually can't be bothered to wait till yeah. the very end.
2: I, I find that so egotistical as a franchise as well. To be like, you know what, we're going to make people wait all the way till it's got to like the Dolby Digital zone. Oh, so. mate, they they've like, they have Christ made alive. they have really you know my played with on people. Marvel anyway, but Jesus, they like,
0: have done some real like fucking fuck you post credits yeah, as well.
2: Just get people to wait and then don't show anything. Basically, some
0: it's of them just, have been good, and they've been like, oh wow, but yeah, they have made played around with it. That's what they're known for now. Mm. They kind of definitely. You know, it's a bit too far. Made a thing of it, Um, and now, and now most films. Now you expect like I, uh, you know, I've gone IGN quite a bit. Every film IGN will will put a clickbait um, news article up Mm. saying, "Is there a post credit scene for this film?" And I am like, we're in that day and age Mm. where we have to always question if there is going to be a post credit scene. I know. Which is yeah. madness. I mean, for all we by, know, there uh, could have been a post them.
2: credits for this film as well, right at the end. Who Maybe, knows? but I'll have to watch it again.
0: Yeah, we could have found out if. Um... See, I I went in this thinking. Um, I told you that Splinter was gay, didn't I? Did you? No, you said Jackie Chan was camp. <laughs> yeah. No, before the film, though, I went in saying, "Oh, Jackie Chan <laughs> is dating a cockroach in this. He's in a gay, open oh, gay relationship." That.
2: Yeah, I forgot you said that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wait. So, is is the cockroach gay? No. Sorry. Is the cockroach a man? No. no. The
2: cockroach was his friend, like Jimmy, who got s- stepped on. Yeah. Who's <laughs> like his only friend. <laughs> the, thing,
0: the 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 creature oh, like ends up. No, but the out weird that, thing at the end. Yeah, that's a girl. Yeah, that's a female. What was your you of all the of all the voice actors or all the characters? I say, mm. who who was your who was your favorite? I really liked
2: Ice Cube as Superfly. Superfly. Yeah,
0: yeah. I thought
1: he was really good. Yeah. Ollie. Yeah, that was good. I did actually like not knowing it. I did quite like Paul Rudd as the um, gecko. Yeah,
2: mm, he was like, I know he wasn't. I oh, was sorry. I thought that was the Australian one. That was the crocodile, wasn't it? That was an Aussie crocodile. But the yeah, the gecko That's was kind of like inspiring. his character from um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That kind of like hippie yeah. vibey yeah. kind of person. Man. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I I feel I actually when I when I saw Ice Cube um, announced for the role. I was like, oh, I don't, don't, not really excited. To, like, I don't get it, sort of thing. I, like, mm. I can't really see him playing um, that character. Not that I knew a lot about that character, but I don't know. I just thought Ice Cube's got such a a distinct voice. It's almost like for me, I'm a bit like it takes me out of the the character. If I, if it's their voices, like thing, but I think with this, they were just like, and in fact, with all the all the actors, they were just like have a laugh of it. And I, mm. and I would like to see how much. Or was improvised with yeah. of all the characters yeah but definitely with Ice Cube I think they were just like mate we fucking love you we know what you're good at and I like the fact that he's just like now he just like this is like you think where he's come from and, like, yeah what, like a hard yeah. Rapper to yeah and now, now he's and just doing
2: look at these four tortoises yeah and like, now
0: he's just doing <laughs> roles like this and just apps he's a bit like um, <laughs> I can't believe I'm comparing um, Ice Cube to um, Hugh Grant but um <laughs> He's a bit like <laughs> he's a bit like Hugh Grant nowadays, isn't he? Just just might, that might annoyed. be a first, you know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That might be a first on podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's just like I just I you know just don't take themselves too seriously and just having a, having a laugh of it. And I'm all for it. So mm. I hope he returns as well, Hugh, Hugh Grant's
1: Grunt. about to play a Um Umpa 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 Loompa, Umpa, Loompa, isn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. But um, no, my favorite was um, well. Jackie Chan.
1: Jackie Chan. Yeah, yeah. 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 He was funny. Just. Forgotten I mean, yeah, Jackie Air. Chan
0: is Jackie Chan. I couldn't stop laughing at the start, it's, but when he does the flashback...
1: My, my, the one that took me out of it, actually, a little bit, not took me out of it, but I, who, he has a distinctive voice, obviously, was actually Seth Rogen. I felt like I just knew that was just Seth Rogen, just be, like his normal voice, and, and that one, I think, just took me out of it a mm. little bit in terms of...
0: Yeah, I can get that.
1: I know yeah. he didn't have a huge amount of lines, but, like, whenever he... That he said something, I was like, Oh, that's just Seth Rogen, yeah, <laughs> chatting basically,
0: yeah. And I don't think he was like given, like, he didn't, like, you say, he didn't really have that many funny lines, so no,
2: there's he didn't need to, though, because there was no. so much else good. The, the turtles alone were the like funny enough, the other ones added a little bit to the top, and then, yeah. you know, if you try and cram too much in there, then it just becomes unnecessary, so yeah, no, I think. I think the casting was was perfect. Like it wasn't yeah. over the top. It was funny. It was like well matched. Like the voices matched all the characters. There wasn't any majorly jarring ones.
1: The main takeaway is I think that I'm excited to see what other films try with their animation now. I think we've had enough with Spider-Man and this one to like for people to go right, we can actually properly experiment and try new animation styles and people will watch it. That was the thing that I enjoyed the most out of the film was the animation um, because it was so fresh. And I think that that's probably, hopefully, what might happen a little bit more. Or it, even if it doesn't, I want to probably, for my, my own sake, look, look for d- m- new animation styles. Even if it's not mainstream, I should probably expand my own.
2: I agree visually it was something really refreshing if they do another one and let's assume that they do I wouldn't want them to change the formula at all because I think
0: don't change a thing don't
2: change the ruddy formula I think it's pretty like set up well and it's a good grounding i don't know what the reviews are for this film i've not looked at anything like that but i assume it's pretty well received pretty so i think it's
1: yeah excited well, to see I mean, what comes could you not tell and...
0: by that fully booked out cinema we were in last night <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no not at all did you say it exceeded we, my expectations did we say ollie we were we were we were two of six yeah i think i was not far off to be
1: fair i think there was probably about eight of eight in mine Mm. um i know i lie actually they're all the family I now. Lie. but anyway um yeah i've obviously i've been going to the cinema regularly for probably about five years now and my aim is to still go to a screening that's just me <laughs> the closest i've come is two people really? you know, like as in wow. me and another person that's um, crazy you and another random there's i was i was just hoping that like one day it's harder now i feel like one day the cinema i used to go to was easier but like that's still my ultimate aim is to just yeah. to be the only person. I mean,
0: for context, you live in London as well, so it's not as if you live in some sleepy town in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, Norway. a little bit harder. But yeah,
1: it's not a huge. I mean, it's it's Sydney World it's the Wolf, in It's Not a huge, but like too. no, but like it's not. It's a bit, little bit out of the sort of way. So it's sometimes it's not usually that busy to be fair. Only when it was like Barbie and off. Like when I saw Barbie, it was the busiest I've ever seen it. But, uh,
0: all those pink um, girls crawling around the foyer. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> crawling. <laughs> I think that was a nice little intro into our new setup yeah we got we got some we got some crink, kinks to Krinks. crink out we got some kinks we got some kinks to iron know a out. few kinky bits to cut um but yeah thank you very much for listening and um thank you ollie for joining us from your london mansion um <laughs> no to to Sadiq Khan for us as you wave to him outside your penthouse window. I'll get
1: Jeeves to turn the mic off in a minute. Yeah, yeah.
0: I would. I would. Um, we th- we are going to try and keep this up, aren't we? We're going to try and come back. Yeah, quite quite regularly because I think that's the only way we can iron this out quite nicely. Yeah. So it won't be long. Fuck knows what it's going to be on. We're going to try and do some different types of formats of these. We're going to try and do a lot shorter ones. I don't think we're possible. I don't think we possibly can do shorter ones because we like to jibber jabber too much. Well, yeah. The idea is we're going to try and do some some shorter ones on TV shows and just little tidbits. And sometimes it'll be two of us. Sometimes it'll be four of us. And sometimes it'll be none of us because no one could be bothered to do it. But either way, we're going to be there in your ears and chatting. So... Have a lovely day, weekend, evening. And we'll Slack. catch you on the next one. Thanks so much. We've been the Gunner Critics. Goodbye. We didn't go to my left. Oh, yeah. Do we still Come do on, that? Come on, it's not been that long since you've oh. been discussed. I don't even know how it went now. I've been James Marley. And to my left.
2: I've been Ali Wilson. And to my phone. London. <coughs>
1: virtual right. Uh, it's Ollie. The shrimp.
0: The popcorn (laughs) shrimp. Lovely. Lovely. Thanks so much, guys. Popcorn shrimp. Catch you in a bit. Goodbye.